business of being a business is not simple nor easy. Often companies need professional, legal, real estate, recruitment or educational services to help them do business as well as grow and develop. But what about the people who provide those services? What are the challenges they face? What support do they need? And how can we learn from their experiences? My name is Sarah Paul, and this is Blazing Business Trails. And my name is Corvin Dahari. Together, along with industry experts, analysts, and people from the business services sector, we'll be looking at the key challenges and trends for those within professional, legal, real estate, recruitment, or educational services and more. We'll be discovering how people within the sector are facing up to their challenges, how they're meeting changing and evolving customer expectations, and identifying solutions that will not only resolve their issues for today, but will prepare them for future growth and the challenges that come with it. In today's episode, we'll be discussing what it is that we do and why we think we're qualified to lead discussions about the sector. We'll be talking about Salesforce. You may have heard of us, but then you may have not. If you have, you may think that we're the CRM people. And we are, but we're much more than that too. So Sarah, tell me a little bit about yourself. Firstly, Cully, I have to say I'm a complete ball of excitement right now uh, to see us kicking off this podcast series. I'm three months into my industry marketing role at Salesforce. I arrived during lockdown. I've not met most of my colleagues face to face, and there there really is a family or a HANA, as we call it here. People looking out for each other, working closely, and there's heaps of talented people as well. What about you, Cully? It's really exciting to be here. Like you, I joined in lockdown, so. I've not seen my team other than being on endless Google, Zoom or Meet sessions. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to, you know, getting into kind of the meat of, of this content that we've we've got prepared and the speakers that we've lined up just to share with, with the audience, you know, what Salesforce does beyond CRM to help unlock the power of their organizations and really make data accessible to them. So to give us more insight about how Salesforce is more than CRM for business services, we're joined by Ed Wall, Senior Area Vice President for Business Services at Salesforce UK and Ireland. Hi, Ed. How are you doing? Good, Sarah. Good. And thanks for having me on. So first things first, we talk about business services. It's, it's kind of an internal word that we're using here. You know, what do we mean by business services? Well, I'd boil it down where you have what I would call core professional services as one part of this cluster within business services and probably the largest portion of this cluster. And essentially what they are are, you know, base rent professions and where their value is, their time and their expertise. In that you'd include things like accountants, legal firms, consulting, they'd fit into one of the buckets of how we would look at uh, business services. The second one is, would be our real estate and built environment. So these would include things like construction, real estate, commercial or home building, facilities management, engineering consulting, and they'd fit into that broader bucket as well and then finally you'd have staffing and education they've all got their own vagaries in terms of you know how where they are in economic cycles etc but broadly that's the overall cluster of business services and it's quite a big area then isn't it 
Yes, it is. It's 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 broad. It's broad uh, a broad set of industries. But you you can see from the way Salesforce has has evolved and how we go to market. Um, you know, I take the financial services example again that we you know we have very very uh, bespoke solutions for each of the the strands within financial services, be it insurance, uh, be it capital markets. It, like your core retail banking uh, and but salesforce can help across all of those and we understand those industries in conjunction with our partners as well to deliver those solutions it is the same and we're going through the same evolution for uh for for business services then as well and i think business services is also going through a transformation um you know traditionally you know 10 15 years ago I think there was a little bit of a fear of you know, CRM technology, customer relationship management. Those are very relationship-driven businesses, particularly a lot of the professional services ones. Um, but now what we see is the, the kind of evolution of the digital black black book. But in terms of understanding that, yes, we've got teams of sales engineers here, teams of partners, teams of our AEs who are really focusing down to understand what the customers need in each of those uh, each of those kind of sub verticals then as well, um, and the better we understand our customers, the better we can serve them. But yes, you're, you're entirely right, Cody. It is a very very broad uh, broad set of, of sub sub sectors within uh, business services. Ed, can you just talk a little bit about how the customer conversation has changed between your team and customers, and customers engaging with? With Salesforce, you know, how are we now conversing with them because we can't see them face to face? So, in terms of our customers, though, I think first six or eight weeks, I think you know it, there was a lot of uh, uh, you know, for want of a better word, I think panic. Say, you know, we've, we do we have all these tools in place to allow and enable our staff to work from home? And I think in the, the answer for some some uh, some of the people that we were talking to, not all customers. Uh, was that they didn't, but you know they realised very very quickly that they had to, uh, and you know how do they assess you know what they are doing with their customers? I think that's accelerated this the switch or the speed of digital transformation, particularly in some of the industries that might have been more resistant to that as well. Uh, I think that that switch has, has certainly accelerated because working from home. Is going to be with us forever now for every company. The way I see it evolving, that that is not going to go away. I just want to pick up on something you said earlier around digital transformation. The industries that you mentioned right at the very beginning of this call are not what you would traditionally call as you know the innovators. You know, I recently remortgaged and it was a painful exercise. You know, lots of paper shuffling backwards and forwards between me and the solicitor. So, some of these industries have have got a, a long way to go to reconnect with their customers and become innovators and move to digital platforms. You know, what's your thoughts on your industry sector and which ones stand out as the ones really that you see are the ones that are going to be at the forefront of driving change? This pandemic has actually accelerated that change because people are, are working from home and how customers like to engage. And You, you go back to where where the customer is at and mo- most of our customers or most of the customers that a lot of these businesses are going to have. They're coming out of, you know, the, the future leaders are in uni- university uh, right now, are coming out of it or have not have 
if not have already left university uh, recently. But they're all digital natives and they're used to a really high level of, of customer experience um, and using uh, digital tools, whether it's to converse with peers or to collaborate on projects. Um, and I, I think that's going to permeate into the, the workforce then as well. Um, and I think, you know, customers just aren't going to accept uh, lower standards and what you've just outlined then as well. And some of these changes we don't we don't really notice in terms of as a, at a consumer level, you know, you, you rewind back to, you know, if I was to go back 15 years ago when I started in Salesforce, I, I probably had a, um, in my wallet, I had lots of cash. I, ha- I probably had a video rental card to, for Blockbuster. Um, if I wanted to book a flight, uh, I had a paper ticket and then I, I, I rang a taxi company. You think about all those things have changed. We hardly notice it. Now. I now do everything on my phone. I press a button, I check in, I book the taxi, uh, I watch a movie. All that's changed. And in business then as well, in terms of how we've got to, do, we've got to streamline that whole that whole paperwork process around, um, you know, along every step of the way. And you see the companies that do that better and they kind of simplify those processes uh, and that, you know, think about that customer experience. They're the ones that are, uh, that are are going to accelerate. Even when I look at a big, big uh, professional services company now, the likes of, at PwC and see they've been on a huge journey with Salesforce around how they collaborate internationally using a single instance of, of Salesforce um, and the teams are, are really look they're really adopting and so it's both internal and external uh, customer facing that you have to think about you know how do I make my my staff more efficient how do I equip them with the digital black book how do they collaborate better, deliver a better customer experience? And the breadth and scale of the way businesses are doing things right now, and it's more like a global village. How do we develop trust between us and the customer? It's a very good question. And it's to be honest, it's one I'm still grappling with a little bit, particularly for people that haven't been Salesforce customers are are looking to become Salesforce customers because they're starting on a journey and they're trusting us with their data and this transformation. You know, the the natural things in terms of, you know, can they speak to other customers who are similar or been through similar transformations recently with us? That helps build trust. I think our name also builds trust, but I think still the best way, uh, to build trust is it's listening to your customer really really listening to understand what is happening from their perspective in their business and also in their industry and then sharing with them in terms of our perspective of what we see and, and that takes time it just takes time you, you know, it, it's to it's it's a conflict between having to make that change fast because the world is evolving so quickly but having to do something now because if you don't, you, you mightn't have a business. So it, it's kind of those two two forces going against each other. But it really, it just takes time. Um, and the, the more kind of reference points that we have, the better we understand the business. Um, I think in terms of that, you know, we have a lot of other things in terms of we've proven, uh, we're a proven 
in terms of delivering customer success for the last 20 years. That's what our business has been built in. That's what's fueled our growth because businesses have got value back out of Salesforce. But we still have to be patient through that journey. That ability to become efficient and on board with the customer 360s is critical for their growth. How can we as a team help them accelerate that? What, what can we do? I think we can provide additional value. Salesforce does a lot of really, really good things in terms of how it approaches business strategy, like sharing things like our, our V2 mom. Uh, I just saw a post on that from one of our team in Australia, actually, this morning, who heads up the strategy team down there around how it's a really, really powerful tool uh, for, for business in terms of to circle around what, what are their priorities as a business? It's just to make sure that we elevate the conversation back to that. And we, we, we kind of, we don't just talk about the features and functions uh, of, of Salesforce. We know that they're, they're unparalleled, but also then the how, the how, or the, or the do step, I think is we used to call it. I think having strong alignment across matrix organizations is really, really important. So that you have all these departments kind of working towards the same goal the same vision and ultimately what that what that that's about and that's powerful for a business beyond the technology side of things yeah there's also a thing called trailheads isn't there yeah yeah and that's a, that's been a huge huge thing we've seen a lot of you know we we we're actually going through that journey about digital transformation at the moment with a large bank in south africa standard bank uh, recently seen around how their, their CEO was actually going onto our trailhead platform to make sh- sure that himself and his executive team are, are, are up to speed on what's going on in the digital world and that they can think about that first when they approach any of these projects uh, and this transformation that they're undergoing with Salesforce and that they think about that internally. So that's trailhead is our online learning platform and you, you can cover whether it's product specific uh, or, or whether it's actually just a business topic or whether you want to create your own learnings for your own company internally, I think Trail, Trailhead's been a hugely, hugely powerful tool. So Ed, thanks very much for, we really appreciate you giving your time to, uh, to share your insights with us and uh, great to learn a bit more about you as well. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Uh, and thank you, Cully. It's been a real pleasure as well to be on. What a great session from Ed as, as, as the kicker for our uh, first podcast. Uh, we learned a lot from that session. You know, Salesforce clearly is, clearly is more than just a CRM company. It's a really uh, an exciting future, I think, in terms of that digital transformational conversation. You know, we touched a little bit around the importance of, of culture, culture at Salesforce and um, culture within the organizations that uh, Ed and his team are engaged in. The, um, yep. the importance of Values. We talked about um, vision and the role of um, something that we have at Salesforce called the V2 Mom, which is uh, uh, a living, breathing um, values document that we can build in collaboration with our uh, with our customers. But I, I think you know the thing that I take away from the conversation with Ed is I know we're in difficult times and the pandemic is changing the way we're working and engaging with customers. But fundamentally, this comes down to trust. We, we, you know, we build trust with our customers and we help them transform and, and deliver value to their customers and their businesses. Uh, and that's really important for me.
join us next time to discover more about challenges and opportunities for business services as a whole. And uh, we'll be exploring the challenges such as talent shortages, the complexity of face-to-face consultations, and amongst other things, how difficult it is to be an advisor in a difficult and challenging circumstances. Great. Looking forward to it, Sarah. I'm Kulvin Dahori. And I'm Sarah Paul. This is Blazing Business Trails. A business services podcast brought to you by Salesforce. Salesforce.